Hello there, this is A.J. Wildman, and this is CS2 News on November 25th, 2023. Uh, tonight we're not going to go into uh, the learning, the uh, uh, immigration program. We're going to do that, probably pick up on that tomorrow. Today is uh, day 37 of 40, winding down to December 31st. Now, uh, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the problem, the drug problem, from the perspective of 25 governors. Now this is a, this I'm going to do is write, read to you a letter that was written from the uh, Republican Governors Association back in September to President Biden. Okay, And I will do that. It won't take too long, but it's, uh, it really does uh, point out the fact that these Republican governors are you know, the ones that will talk about it. The Democrats don't talk about it so much because they're trying to be liberal and not, you know, let everybody come in, which is going to have to stop. It will stop now. <clears throat> so, uh, but I know the governors, I'm fairly confident the governors, uh, including Abbott, would vote, not only vote, but would enact this program that I'm requesting, where the four governors will shut down the border in, in December, uh, in the January, and will start blocking the border 100%. Anyway, we'll come back to that tomorrow. Okay, so now, here it is. This is the joint governor's letter to President Biden on the impact of the border crisis. Dated September 19th, 2023, to President Joseph R. Biden Jr. at the White House, 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Dear, Preston, dear Mr. President, the crisis at the southern border extends to every state. As a result of your policies, which incentivize illegal immigration, our states are carrying the burden of both the long, years-long surge in illegal border crossings and the cartel's coordinated trafficking of drugs and human beings. States are the front lines, working round the clock responding to the effects of the crisis. Shelters are full, food pantries are empty, law enforcement strained, and aid workers exhausted. As governors, we call on you to provide honest, accurate, detailed information on where the migrants admitted at the southern border are being relocated in the United States, in addition to comprehensive data on asylum claim timelines and qualification rates and successful deportations. Hopefully there's a lot more of those. That was me adding in line. We ask for this information immediately but also regularly, regularly, as the crisis at the southern border continues. Your administration can no longer ignore the simple facts that threaten our citizens' public safety and strain their public resources. Since you have taken office, there have been over 5.8 million illegal crossings at the southern border. In addition, your Customs and Border Protection Agency estimates 1.6 million crossers have evaded apprehension. They're generally called undoc the undocumented. Okay. Okay. Yes, 1.6 crossers have evaded apprehension. It's probably low. Even even illegal crossings at the northern border have increased exponentially under your administration. In some areas, over by nearly 850 percent. Personally, I don't like it when they give percentages like that because you don't know what that 850 
850% is made up of. Could be tens, it could be hundreds. You know, it's just a, an odd way of doing it. Carry on. In the past two years, 244 people on the terrorist watch list have been stopped trying to cross the southern border. An all-time record. Absent transparency from your administration, though. We cannot know how many terrorists have evaded capture and are now freely moving around our country. Your border, <coughs> your administration admitted under oath to Congress that cartels prioritize the southern border as a major corridor and exploit it daily with human and narcotics trafficking. Our country cannot, cannot tolerate 100,000 deaths every year from fentanyl crisis fueled by the cartels pouring that fatal drug into our communities, nor can it tolerate the horrors of human trafficking and the lifelong scars it leaves on its victims. Though we remain committed to addressing these issues, states cannot afford to respond to, to this challenge of such magnitude while the federal government continues to turn a blind eye. Analysts estimate the annual net cost of illegal immigration the United States at the federal, state, and local levels is at least $150.7 billion. That is one-tenth of the annual deficit we're running right now, which is $1.5 States are forced to provide financial, edu financial, educational, and medical support to migrants entering our country illegally, support that skyrocketing cost <clears throat> support that, excuse me, let me start that over again. States are forced to provide financial, educational, and medical support to migrants entering our country illegally. Support that is skyrocketing in cost due to record inflation and the unprecedented influx of migrants into our states. The financial impact of, on the states is staggering, and it is our hardworking citizens who shoulder that burden. Okay? This is not a partisan issue. Democrat Mayor, New York City Mayor Eric Adams stated, this is not a New York City problem. This is a national problem. Funding for the influx of migrants into New York City is, that is, going to come from our school services. Okay, our school services budget. It's going to come from our streets. It's going to come from what we can provide for our children. Our fellow governor, Democrat Mara Healey of Massachusetts, Democrat, declared a state of emergency due to the number of migrants in her state and described the federal government's mismanagement of immigration as a federal crisis of inaction. As we have clearly repeated, every state is now, <coughs> as we have made clear repeatedly, every state is now a border state. And the final paragraph here. As governors, okay, we call on you and your administration to rely, to relay immediately accurate, detailed, thorough data and information to the states about who is crossing the southern border illegally, where they are relocating, how the federal government is processing their asylum applications, and whether they are being deported successfully. Without such information, we cannot fulfill our uh, fundamental duties to protect our citizens while providing our communities with appropriate services. Sincerely, 
<clears throat> it is signed by 25 governors of the 25 states. I will not read their names, but I will read the, um, the states. So, Montana, Alabama, Alaska, Arkansas, Florida, Georgia, Idaho, Indiana, Iowa, Missouri, <coughs> sorry, Iowa, Mississippi, Missouri, Nebraska, Nevada, New Hampshire, North Dakota, Ohio, South Dakota, Utah, Utah, Wyoming, Oklahoma, Tennessee, the Commonwealth of Virginia, South Carolina, Texas, the front front line, and West Virginia. And that is the letter. Now, the only thing I'm going to add to that, okay, is that here's some statistics which I have do put out every once in a while. You may have heard it if you look at anything else. This very quickly is the uh, comparison of the U.S. Census in the year 2000 and the year 2020 Census 20 years later. Okay? And I'm just going to highlight this. Okay? And I would say for, uh, for those of us who are or are not concerned about white replacement issues, okay, you need to look at this object as objectively as possible, okay? And I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but these numbers are not, not happy numbers. Over those 20 years, the white population increased only 1.3 million, under 1%. The black population increased 7.9, 22%, so bad. The Asian population increased 9.4 million, which was a 93% increase in their population bit bit over the top there. And the Hispanic population increased 23.8 million or a 64% increase, which is completely driven by all these illegals coming in here and all the birther babies, anchor babies and all that. And if you don't like that terminology, that's your own problem. Reality is reality. And the only other thing I'll add to that is <clears throat> um, the federal government acknowledges at least 10 million people are walking around. These are the undocuments, just walking around our country. And a more recent number I heard is something more like 15.5, with 4.5 million birther babies. Okay. And finally, in the year 2000, there were already 1 million more Hispanic citizens than are black citizens. All right, which surprised me when I saw it. That was 20 years ago. But thanks to no border security, oh, horrific chain migration abuses, by 2020 there were 17 million more Hispanic citizens than black citizens. Enough said on that. I believe we all get the picture, big picture on that, folks. So that's all for today. Um, we can, again, we'll try to we'll try to get this out. I've got to crack the uh, information or the news cycle with this which is very difficult, but it's going to get done because there's too many people suffering for no good reason. So thank you very much. Take care. This is A.J. Wildman.